Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today, we're continuing our series called I Quit. The sermon is entitled, I Quit Living in Fear. Today, we're going to look at fear is placing faith in the what if. We're going to look at what Exodus 4 and 1, where Moses answered God and said, what if they do not believe or listen to me and they say, the Lord did not appear to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast starting right now. Who's scared of something right now? Anybody want to share? Anybody? 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 Nobody wants to share? Online campus, what you guys scared of? <coughs> Nobody wants to share what they're scared of? Who's scared of clowns? Stream just quit. Oh, sit back up. Okay, I think we're there. That online campus, what you, you're scared of her? Quit that. I don't want to turn over here. I, I mean, we're all, man, we all can be scared of something. I'll be scared of something. I'll tell you what. I know we talked about this a few sermon series back and maybe this time last year, but I told you guys what I was scared the most of. Do you want me to share that with you again? All right, let me share it with you. What I'm scared the most of is being stuck in an elevator and not just being stuck in the elevator, so that's not the problem. But stuck in the elevator, having to go to the bathroom. And that's what petrifies me the most. Having to go to the bathroom, being stuck in the elevator, because I'm worried that, man, if I had to stay in there long enough, then I'm going to have to do it in the, in, the, in the, you know what I'm saying? And then somebody's going to have to come rescue me, and it's just going to be bad. I, it petrifies me. That is my biggest fear. I'm scared to death. But there's a lot of things people are scared of. A lot of things. People are scared of spiders. Scared of snakes, scared of bugs in general. People are scared of clowns. <laughs> clowns are supposed to be funny, but there's this movie called It that you know freaked everybody out, and so everybody's scared of clowns. But everybody's are scared of a lot of things. People are scared to drive in traffic. People are scared when it rains, thunder. Some people are scared of the dark. Tasha, <laughs> Tasha, let me tell you what. Tasha does not like pitch dark. She don't like being in the complete dark. She's like, I got to have a light or something, and it drives me insane trying to sleep at night because I'm like, all this bright light here. I like a dark, cold room, and she's like, I got to have a light. But then people are scared of tight spaces. Tosh don't like to be in tight spaces. And so and, and so, how many of you are relating to this morning? I'm like, man, I, some of these things, that scares me. It scares me. It can be scary. And we all deal with different things, and, and we, uh, a study, let me show you guys something. Let me show you the study that was done with babies. Did you know that babies are normally scared of two things? Two things. Now, this is like real, a real study that was done. Michael didn't do this. But, oh, praise God. There's two things that babies are scared of naturally here, babies, and that's falling and loud noises. So think back when your kids, parents, think back when your kids were small. Think with me. What were they Scared the most of falling. You'll see them. They're like, oh. <laughs> you got to let them go, and they're like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or if you loud noise and and they hear something, they jump real. <laughs> you know, some of y'all parents did loud noises on purpose, didn't you? Shame on you, Trina. And, and, and so and so, but 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 that's what that babies are naturally scared of falling and uh, 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 loud noises. So for us, when we were, we were, you know, you, you parents know what I'm talking about. You vacuum and you try not to be so loud because they're trying to sleep. Amen, preacher. But as we grow up, we learn that we are scared of other things. We're scared of different issues and problems. And, and, and we find that we may be scared 
of the dark. We may be scared of thunder. We may be scared of riding around in traffic. And, and so, yeah, check it out, check it out, check it out. <laughs> Did you know uh, that there's people out there that, that live in their adult life, that they're still scared to not, to not have their closets all the way shut because they're scared that something is going to come out of their closet at night. I'm going to look down. Don't raise your hands. And, and, and they don't feel safe. They feel like something's going to get them. There's going to be something that's going to jump out in the middle of the night. Let me tell you. Let me talk just with her kids this morning. But listen, let me tell you what happens to Tasha. Tasha won't let her feet hang over the bed because she's scared something's going to reach up and grab her. So, 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 so she's like, she scoots way up to the top of the bed and covers her feet up and she, she won't get them out there at the bottom. She's scared. She's scared. I can't do that. I'm like, I'm too hot for all this. So, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I'm so, but that's what people think. They go to these haunted houses for fun because they want things to scare them. And listen, listen, if you got a haunted house, that's cool. I like haunted houses. They're pretty funny, and I like watching other people. They laugh, and it's great. But, but I'm going to tell you that, that what's happened is, is the enemy knows that they live in the darkness. They live in the shadows. And that's when they seek out to kill, steal, and destroy us because that's when we're the most vulnerable. When we're hanging out and, 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 and we feel like that we're scared and we're lost, that's when the enemy's going to attack and some common other fears that we have are fear of being lost. I fear that I'm going to lose my kids and, and like we go to the store or something and I'm, I'm watching and, I, and I'm trying to keep an eye on and I'm scared that I'm going to lose them. I'm scared for me and what scares me the most is I'm not going to beat the parent or the dad that, that I should be for my kids. It worries me. It petrifies me. Did I do enough? Didn't I do enough? Should I have done this? Shouldn't I have done that? It scares me. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. I got a lot of notes here, but we're going to keep digging. <laughs> I like it. Let me get over here to my, my page here. Here we go. But you know what is great? And the Bible tells us in 2 King, or excuse me, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, it says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear. But you guys to underline that or write that big bold if you're taking notes. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. And that's great to know. He didn't give us this spirit of fear, but he gave us the power in, uh, of power and love and of a sound mind. And I, I love telling my kids all the time, and they'll be like, Daddy, I'm scared. I don't want to go upstairs because for whatever reason, there, there's a ladybug up there or these things in North Carolina that are made from Satan himself called stink bugs. Y'all get them things in your house? Or there might be a little spider that comes around. Daddy, I don't want to go up there. It's too dark. TV's too loud downstairs because Daddy's got surround sound watching TV. I always tell them, well, if you're scared, God didn't give us a what? And it's funny to go, a spirit of fear. I said, but what did God give you? And, and it's like, power, love, and a sound mind. And I want you guys to remember that. When you start fearing something, just remember and tell yourself, hey, God didn't give me a spirit of fear. He gave me a, the power of love and peace and a sound mind. And I want to encourage you today, speak to your fears and tell your fears, hey, if you're scared of the dark, call out to it and say, hey, I didn't have a spirit of fear. God didn't give me the spirit of fear. I'm going to overcome darkness. 
<laughs> I love it. I love what they tells us in 2 Timothy there, that God didn't give us the spirit of fear. And I look back in my life, and some of these things are funny. And, and I remember as a kid being scared of certain things and, you know, not being tall enough for a roller coaster, and it looked really fun. And, and, and now I can get on it. Now I'm petrified because I'm like, uh, oh, too old for that. But there's a man in the Bible that we talk about pretty often. His name was Moses. Moses, and we talk about Moses pretty often. And what I love about Moses, and we talked about it a little bit uh, last or two weeks ago, and me, Moses was called by God to step up to Pharaoh to tell him to let my people go. Because the Egyptians there, they, they had their, the Israelites in captivity. They were imprisonment, and they were doing bad things to them. They were slaving them, and, and it was just a bad time. And then God called out to Moses and said, Hey, Moses, I'm going to raise you up to be a leader. And Moses now, listen, Moses was a man that, that I admire because he reminds me of myself oftentimes where I'm like, I don't think I'm good enough, God. God, I don't think, how, why are you calling me? Why are you calling me, this country boy from the middle of nowhere, to come out and be a preacher and be a leader of a church? God, are you crazy? And that's like Moses. And what's interesting is, is Moses here, there was a time that, that he went up and he was having a conversation with God. And he was talking to God and, and there was a time where, I got off track a little bit, but there was a time <laughs> that, that he sit there, and this is, this is in Exodus 4, uh, and he, he was talking to God and God showed up in a burning bush. And, and, and imagine with me, you're talking, you're praying, you're seeking after the God and all of a sudden, Fire. Let me pause for a second. <laughs> Let me tell y'all guys what I seen yesterday, and I told my dad we need to get. Now we got a snow machine for uh, uh, Christmas last year. I found a flamethrower. <laughs> it looked so cool. We're not getting a flamethrower, but it looked amazing. But anyway, anyway. But, that, but imagine with me just for a second that, that, that if we had this flamethrower, it'd be cool, and you're sitting there, and all of a sudden, Fire. First thing I'm going to do, especially if I'm standing here right now and Abby's microphone gets just busting a ball of flame, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I'm probably going to need some new shorts, and it's just all, I'm just being real. I'm going to be petrified. <laughs> but God showed up to Moses, and he talked to him, had a conversation with him. And, and, and back when, when he was in Egypt and he was rising up to be a leader, he's saying, hey, Moses, listen, I've called you and I've called you to do this. This can be scary. When God calls us, it can be hard. It can be difficult. It can be a scary task. I mean, I'm living proof of that. I, it was scary. When God called me at a young age said, hey, you're going to preach the gospel of Jesus. I'm like, uh-uh, not this guy. I don't talk good. I don't speak good. I sure don't read good. I don't understand things. And you want me to preach the Bible? Cray, cray. And that's what Moses kind of was. It's like, God, you're crazy. But what's ironic here, check it out, check it out, check it out. Fear is placing faith in the what if. Fear is placing placing faith in the what if. This morning, what are you fearing with the what ifs? Well, God, if I do what you've called me to do, or God, if you do what you're asking me to do, what if I lose my friends? 
What if I lose my battle? What if I lose my car, my house, a friendship? God, what if? When we do these things with fear and we get this fear placed in our life, we start placing faith in the what if. Placing faith in the what if. Y'all check this out. Exodus 4 and 1. Moses answered, they do not believe me or listen to me. And the Lord said, or <laughs> listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you. So, fire, he said, he said, what if? They do not believe me or listen to me and say, the Lord did not appear to you. Pastor Michael, <laughs> let me tell you some conversations I had with some people, y'all. Michael, how did you know that God called you to start a church? How do you know? How do you know it was God? Did God appear to you in this fire, this burning bush? I really need that flamethrower thing now. I really want to push the button and go... <laughs> Fernando was looking at that no, <laughs> but that's what people were doing to me and people were asking where is God then and then oh, it gets better it gets better <laughs> fire <laughs> oh man it gets better y'all it gets better and, and they go hey if God called you to plant this church why did two weeks after you started, you had to stop. Where was God? <laughs> and I started to say, well, God, what if they were right? What if I shouldn't have done this? What if this was God's warning sign that we shouldn't have started Medic Church? And then I stopped and thought, man, that was a huge warning sign for the whole world just to stop, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean there? Uh, it wasn't my fault, y'all. So stop. We got to stop face. Uh, we're placing fear. We got to stop. Fear is placing faith. <laughs> I can't talk this morning. Fear is placing faith in the what if. So what do what do your what ifs matter? Why do your what ifs matter? I want you guys to think about that this morning. Why do your what ifs matter? Moses had a valid question here. He had a valid thing to say. What if they don't listen to me? What if they don't? If you're taking notes, number one, what you fear reveals what you value the most. What you fear reveals what you value the most. What does scare me, like all honesty, all joking aside, I know we've talked a little bit, <clears throat> what does scare me is that I'm not going to be this pastor fatherly figure to my kids and they'll stray and they'll get like it's like petrifies me it scares me to death awesome but what scares me reveals what matters the most because I want to raise my kids up in the way they shall go. I want my kids to be known and know that their dad, one, loves them, that their dad cares for them, and they care where they spend eternity. He, I want them to know that because I value them. I value you guys because I want to make sure I give you the tools necessary that you guys can have a relationship with Christ and know that, hey, when you mess up, you stumble. Hey, it happens. But listen, you got to take it to God because God still loves you. 
Let me tell you, I, I had a conversation with some people and, and the other day, and, and I said, you know what? I said, you know what God hates? God don't hate people, but God hates sin. Well, Pastor Michael, I'm not good enough to come to church. I'm not, I'm not, I don't deserve to go to church. I don't deserve God's love. God hates sin. He don't hate the sinner. Now, listen, that doesn't justify you to go out and do sin. Don't be going out freely sinning now. Pastor Michael's not telling you because the wages of sin is death and sin and death is hell. And I don't want to see anybody go to hell. I want you guys to have a building and an awesome relationship with God. Online campus, I want you guys to have an awesome relationship with God because God loves you and God cares for you. And what you fear will reveal what you value the most. Interesting. <laughs> oh, man, y'all, you know what I love about technology? It's when it messes up, it's okay. It's great. It's all right. It happens. <laughs> but you know what? We're not going to let it distract us. When you fear, uh, uh, what you fear reveals what you uh, uh, value the most. If you fear losing your marriage, it's because, you know, you love your spouse. It shows that you value your marriage. It it shows that you uh, value your relationships. And that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to care and fear that your marriage is going to fall apart when in the bad times. Because you know what? When you make those vows, you say for sickness and health, the good times and the bad times. And you know what? It's okay to fear losing those things because it shows that you value your marriage. It's okay to fear something happens to your kids because it shows that you value and you love your kids. It means you're good parents. If you're fear at losing your job... I get you. Me too. There's often times I'm wondering, God, I don't know if how much more I can take of this. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, the people are losing their jobs left and right. They've lost their jobs over the last two years, God. But you have blessed us and, and kept us afloat. And that's not a bad thing because it shows that you want financial stability. And I tell you guys pretty often that, you know, we're striving after financial freedom. We're striving after this, and we're trying to go after it, and it's hard, and it's difficult. But we fear that, hey, you know what? It may be tough. It may be hard to write these checks. It may be hard to give to Medic Church. But you know what? We're going to be faithful in our giving. We're going to be, listen, y'all, I know we didn't take up an offering a while ago, and we'll do that here in just a few moments. That's all right. But listen, if you fear, <coughs> when you sow into this church, let me tell you guys something. When you sow into this church with your giving, there's times it's hard. There's times I'm going to tell you, and I'll be just transparent with you. I gave my last dollar being faithful. Well, Pastor Michael, you should because you're the pastor of the church. No, I gave it because I love this, what we're doing. And And when we invest into what we're doing, it can be tough. Just like the planter, when he has the harvest and he's digging, he's working hard, and he's over here, and, and, and he's, he's trying to make the crop grow. It's hard. It's difficult. I fear that our crop is going to dwindle away. I'm scared that bad things are going to not take place. I fear that we're not going to be able to keep the balance of the church and and keep the power on and to keep the internet going and keep all this stuff happening. You know why I fear those things? Because I care about it the most. So when we invested in it, those seeds start sprouting. So what are you investing? And that's why I encourage you guys to give to me at church. It's not because I'm getting a paycheck. I don't get a dime from this place. I don't get a penny from this place. You know what we do? We reinvest so we can give it all back to God so we can keep doing what we're doing. I'm scared that we're going to lose things. 
I'm scared that we're not going to be able to show up because we're sick and, and, and not be able to spread the gospel. But we still have people show up. And they worked hard and they never complained. And we were still able to continue to spread the gospel because these things are important to us. Just like the harvest when we're planting and we're feeding into those things and we keep working. Hey, we may not see it right now. We may not see anything happening. We may not see the results, but guess what? If we keep sowing and we keep working and we keep trusting in God and we keep relying, relying on him when the harvest comes. Y'all, I'm excited. I've been, I haven't been here in two weeks. Oh, Lord. What we fear reveals what we value the most. Number two, if you're keeping notes, what you fear will also reveal where you trust God the least. Your preacher's preaching to himself too. There's been times where I'm saying, okay, God, I don't know where we're going to be able to pay this bill from for the church. Y'all want some transparency this morning? There's been times I didn't know what was going to happen. But you know what? We kept trusting God. And he revealed to us that, hey, maybe I need to change my trust. Y'all want to see some financial breakthroughs in your life? Start trusting God with your finances. You want to see, start seeing breakthroughs in your relationships? Start trusting God with your relationships. You want to start seeing God? Start trusting in him with your jobs, your families. Every ounce of your life in any area in your life, start trusting in him. And he will reveal to you just what you need to lean on him for. Today, I want you guys to ask yourself a question. I'm not trusting God with blank. I want you guys to really look at yourselves this morning and, and really look and, and see where you need to start trusting in God more. God, reveal me and pray those prayers. Hey, God, I know I'm not trusting you in my finances. God, I'm not trusting you in my relationship. God, I'm not trusting you with my family. God, I'm not trusting you with this. God, I'm not trusting you with this. Maybe God's called you to do something and you're saying, hey, God, I'm not qualified. Maybe you need to start praying and say, God, show me. Show me to put my trust in you. God, you've called me to do this. God, I'm trying to make every excuse other than the ones that you're giving me. Keep trusting in God. Acknowledge your fears and choose to trust God. So acknowledge it. Hey, it's okay to say, hey, God, I'm a little bit scared of this. God, I know that I, I need to trust you more. Hey, own it. Own it. For me, sometimes, I've had to own it. <laughs> I've had to own it a couple of times in my life. Hey, Lord, I've messed up. I'm, I've done this. I've owned it. And that's what we need to do sometimes is own it. Acknowledge, hey, I'm not trusting you, God, in this area of my life. Got to catch up here. Uh, Psalms 50, 56, 2 through 4. <coughs> My surrenders, surrenders <laughs> all day long. Many are attacking me in their pride. Now check this out. Verse 3 here. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. I want you guys to underline that big or write that down. I will trust in you when I'm afraid. God, when I'm afraid, I'm going to trust in you. Pray those prayers. God, when I'm afraid, I'm going to keep trusting in you. God, when I don't see a way, God, I want you to make a way. God, I don't, I don't understand these things. God, I'm scared. I'm nervous. But God, I'm trusting in you. Verse 4 here, it says, In God whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not be afraid. 
what can a moral man do to me? And that's amazing to know what on earth can a man do to me if I'm putting my trust in God. You know what's great and what's amazing is when we put our whole self in God, nothing is impossible. Nothing's too big. Nothing too small for God. And that's great to know for us because you know what? We got the playbook. We got a Bible that tells us the plan and the purpose for our lives in the way we may go. And that's what I want you guys to, you know, the Bible tells us, train up a child in the way that shall go and they'll never depart from it. Today, I want to encourage you, if you got kids, instill in them. Pray with them. Take time to read your Bible. Study with them. Teach them, hey, you don't have to be afraid. Trust in God. Trust in him and trust in him always. Uh, if you're taking notes, keep going. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Bye time. Seek God. Until he takes away your fears. Seek God until he takes away your fears. Keep seeking after him. You ever played hide and seek? It's hide and seek is a fun game. I enjoy it. Sometimes we still do it at as an adult age. And uh, when we're having some fun times at the firehouse, we'll go hide somewhere. And we'll try to hide out and have somebody seek us and find us. It can be fun. But you know what's not fun? It's when you're the person trying to find the other people and you feel like you've searched everywhere. And you feel like you've searched high and low behind every corner, behind every door, behind every nook and granny, and you've, you've, you've searched and searched and you still can't find what you're looking for. It's frustrating. It's aggravating. How many times, when we, especially when we were kids, we're like, all right, I'm done with this. Ali, Ali, option freeze, you know what I mean? Everybody, everybody come out. Everybody, it's just, I'm done. We want to give up because it got hard. Sometimes in our life when it gets hard, all we want to do is give up. When it gets hard, when we try to find, okay, God, you know I'm scared of these things. You know that you've called me. I know that you called me to do these things, but I ain't doing it because I'm scared to death. And we just want to say, hey, we're done. Because guess what? It's easier to quit than it is to keep pursuing. It's easier for me to say, you know what? I am done with all this stuff. It, I could just, I could stop at any moment. But you know what? I get up every morning and I keep digging. I keep trusting in God. I keep saying, hey, God, you're going to touch the finances. God, you're going to continue to bless us. God, you're going to continue to help us in our health. God, you're going to continue to help us grow. God, we may not see it right now, but the, the, the seeds and the stuff we're sowing today, God is preparing us for a harvest tomorrow. We may not understand it. We may not see it at the moment. But God, y'all, I got some things that I could tell y'all right now that I'm excited about. I'm jacked up about. I got something already whoo, that I want to tell y'all so bad. I can't stand it, but y'all ain't ready for it. That's my that ain't fair. But guess what? It's because the sows, the seeds that we're sowing, the harvest that we've been working on, the things that we've been struggling with and we've been fearing the most, God's saying, hey, your harvest is coming. And guess what, guys? I got some news for y'all in a few months. It's going to be great. Psalms 34 and 4. I, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. I sought after him. I, I, I kept seeking. I, even when it got hard, keep seeking. Keep, keep going and digging and keep searching. Even if you got to go back and research things again and say, hey, maybe I need to look over this one more time just to make sure I didn't miss something. Seek after him. Sought. They sought after the Lord. 
They sought, they kept looking after him, and they kept trying to find him. And guess what? Guess what? And if you keep seeking, you'll find him, and he'll deliver you from your fears. Well, Pastor Michael, you mean that, that, that if I keep seeking after God, he, 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 he'll deliver me from my fear of darkness? I truly believe that God can do anything. Even as little as that, hey, I, you might be scared of the dark, and I know God can deliver you from that fear. I'm going to close with this. Isaiah 26 and 3. You will keep in perfectly peace him who, whose mind is steadfast because he trusts in you. He trusts in you. See, when you put your whole trust in God, he's never going to let you down. Y'all, y'all can put your trust in me every single day and every single moment of your life and at some point, never intentionally, I'm going to let you down. You know why? Because I'm a human. I, I'm just, I'm a human being. Guess what? Last week, it killed me not to be here. But guess what? I'm human and I get sick too. <laughs> That's just reality. I'm not Superman. But you know what? I keep trusting in God. And thankfully, we have a team that can come together and say, hey, even when the pastor's not here, we're still going to make it happen. <laughs> And they did an awesome job. I appreciate them. But in your lives, keep steadfast. Keep working and keep striving after God each and every day. Even when it gets hard. Even when it gets tough. Steadfast. Keep seeking after Him and keep trusting Him. Because He's going to provide you a way out. This morning, if you guys will, if you'll stand with me, if you're able to, online campus. Today, if you need prayer, if you're on our online campus, you guys can submit a prayer request by going to meditchurch.com forward slash pray. We want to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need. Or you can drop them in the comments below. But today, I just want to take time to pray over everybody here that we can stop living in fear because we don't have to live in fear. We don't have to worry about what's taking place in this world. It doesn't matter what happens in this world. Guess what? We know what happens at the end of the book. The world can keep driving as fast as it can into the hole. But guess what? We win in the end. And for the prophecies to be filled in Revelation, guess what? And in the other parts of the Bible, for things to take place, things have to happen in this world. It's just reality. Now, I ain't trying to scare nobody or anything like that. I ain't trying to steal fear in you. But I want you to know that I think we're seeing things play out right before our eyes that are speak about in the Bible. And I want you guys to know that God loves you. You don't have to fear because guess what? At the end of the day, as long as we have that relationship with Christ, when he calls the church home, when he calls us home, we win in the end. It's good to know that we're winners, right? It's good to know that we're going to win. And it's good. Man, that ought to excite somebody. It's good to know no matter what, we win. What happens, we win. So we don't have to live in fear today. If you guys will stand with me this morning, let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for this day. God, thank you for allowing us to be here in this, in this very moment, God. God, it can be hard. It can be difficult to put our trust in you, God. God, we may not understand things. God, we may not understand the, sow, the seeds that we're sowing today, God. God, we may not see the harvest that it's going to produce, God. God, it's going to be a lot of hard work, Lord. But God, let us keep trusting in you because, God, when the harvest comes... God, that struggles, those pains, when we look back, God, God, it's going to be worth every ounce of it. 
God, today I want you to reveal to us where we're lacking in you and the trust, God. God, reveal to us today where we need to lean into you more, God. God, if we're fearing things, Lord, God, let us put our trust in you, God. God, so you'll deliver us from all of our fears. Just like you tell us in Psalms, Lord. God, when we seek after you, God, we're going to find you and you're going to deliver us from those fears that we have. God, even if it's something as little as being afraid of the dark, God, God, I know you can deliver us from that. God, just touch our lives today, God. God, help us to continue to rely on you each and every day. And if you don't know who Jesus is and you want to make a personal uh, decision for Christ today, all you have to do is say this simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner. Thank you for coming to the earth and dying on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins and help me when it gets hard and I want to fear and, and, I've, and I fear God. God, help me to trust in you. God, and help me to stay on this right path even when it gets hard. In your name I pray. Thank you again for tuning in to the Medic Church Podcast. If you need prayer today, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com forward slash pray. Our team is standing by ready to believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. We can't wait to be with you next time as we give another life-giving message. We'll see you soon.